Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast this week hoping to get a chance to make all the decisions. You found me, Big T, enjoying the idea of picking, contemplating if being here was the right choice. This week it's Weddy. Mr. Merchandise has decided not to be here. The man in front of me has one of life's greatest setups you'll ever see. And he leaves, and it's only because he leaves all of his big decisions up to the most beautiful boom. <laughs> it's Matty Boom. Hey. Have user our own so the judge can keep their gavel and leave us alone. Beers. 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 Uh, Sapporos. Sapporos. And we're yeah. doing that in honor of the doctor who's in Japan. Oh, cool. Good on you, doctor. Ching. 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 Excellent. I'm not sure we've ever decided to all take a sip at the same time on the pod. But <laughs> it's it's great for uh, great for the visuals. <laughs> yeah, talk, yeah. talk to me about uh, talk me through the the beer. What are you thinking? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's it's the go to in Japan as well. When I've been there, like people oh, really? drink it. You know, sometimes you get oh, Corona's from Mexico and nobody drinks it. Oh, really? Sapporo, they actually they do. They like for, drink it. Foresters. Yeah, yeah, Guinness too. You're an expert in that, aren't you, Woody? <laughs> so they do drink Guinness in Ireland. <laughs> they do drink Guinness. Oh yeah. And they but they don't they drink do Corona. But no, Corona, well, it's like a joke, as in, like, mm. Foster's is a joke mm, for us. Mm. Like, the same sort of deal. Mm. I don't know why VB is not a big thing overseas then. Oh, I'm trying to make it so. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm pushing the American audiences to go for it because it's red and green. Uh, ah. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I had a stubby holder I wanted you to sign. Oh, really? I got a free Young Henry's one. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, yeah, so, okay. so you're telling me some good uh, things about that. Yeah. What's been happening with your uh, life generally? I uh, just got back. I've been away for work for a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, so I got back today, hung out with Backyard for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, cousins got to meet, which was cool. Little, um, littlest rabbit. He was, uh, <laughs> he's been good. He's been good while I've been away. He's been just on point doing everything right. Um, probably take him to his next South game next week. So I'm excited oh, really? about that. Yeah, Where is that? We play NZ. Manly at ANZ. Mm-hmm. So I'll go for round two of that. Have you done that yet? Have you got? No, 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 no. You got to try and find the Arvo games. Well, the trick. I, I, there's definitely one that's earmarked. It's the last game of the season. It's at Leichhardt oh, okay. against Cronulla. Oh, outstanding! You'll yeah. be fighting to get into the eight probably. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, imagine. <laughs> but it's also possibly Benji and Faf's last game. It's definitely Gal's last game. Yeah, sure. Um, so it'll be a big one. Mm. I just got to work out if you can take prams in. Did we already talk about this? I don't know about Leichhardt, but A and Z there are unreal. So you just take them up and put it on the left, and just away you go. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. Leichhardt. I'm sure is the state of the art of ANZ, so I'm sure it'll be the same. Absolute the same facilities. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And you're good? Wedi's happy. Wedi's been doing lots of computer work, which is why she's happy to be here. We learned the other week about your spreadsheets and, and jazz. That's what's happening. Off the spreadsheets. Off the spreadsheets. And makes a wicked pie from what I see. Yeah. That yeah. was excitement. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks great. It's a uh, Speaking of looking great, but, but no, uh, nothing backing it up. Where the fuck's backyard again? Don't know, mate. Don't know. It's uh, he's you know he's gone from being the guy at the front, like winding the window down, trying to ignore him, to, to all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> too what, good for yeah, us. Yeah, too good for us. So maybe he's got some other podcast. I think he, he's doing another <laughs> podcast actually. So but he saw uh, our setup and went and did it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, disappointed not to be here, I think, but he's not. Because so. he, uh, I think he's scared after me winning the Origin battle last time. You did dominate him. Yeah, and he did have a lot of research. Yeah. And because gay guy, maybe that's something to do with it. The island. Yeah, far out. Because he's been destroyed by Man U. <laughs> we, we do have a DM on Twitter that he does mm. get a lot of gay guy trash now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, now, have you thought about bingos at all? Uh, no, but I'll, give me a couple of minutes and I'll think of one for you. Well, okay. And uh, <laughs> have you thought about a thank you? Oh, sure, why not? And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah. There was your three minutes. Boom, go. 
Uh, easy, thank you. My wife's been taking care of my boy for a yeah. couple of weeks. Most beautiful boom. Yeah, the most beautiful boom. And uh, she's been doing a great job and killing it. So that's an easy one. You? I'm thinking um, the wheelchair, New South Wales wheelchair oh. origin team. Great. Who, who just beat um, Queensland. Oh. And not only did they beat them at the beginning of this deciding weekend, no, they fucking pumped them 52 to 4. Wow. Which I love. So so thanks to Do those. they do like same as the women's as in one game or three? Yeah, no, they only okay, one, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to see that change to three in the women's. Yeah. I don't. I can't really see it happening. problem with it. No, I can definitely see it happening. Well, Queensland, were, I was in Queensland when they when that happened and mm. all the papers, so biased up there, and we are down here, I guess, as well. They were like, it's because it was at North Sydney Oval, home ground advantage and all mm. that. And I was like, I don't know. But that would take that away, that conversation away. Yeah, I don't... Um, I wonder. I wonder if it's about the cost. Yeah, because I know Harvey Norman fits a lot of that bill as mm-hmm. a major sponsor. They do. They pay for a lot of it. So I don't know if there'd, there'd be a lot of travel. Well, it's three lots of travel potentially, and a lot of you know they've got to put people up in hotels for you know near training facilities and blah blah blah. Right. I've only heard about a lot about it through international rugby league. Where we're here, they're just trying to get a game between Serbia and Jamaica. Okay. And and the Serbian team has to pretty much pay their own way. They've got to buy their own flights and they've got to, and to coordinate that many people in places, it just costs a huge amount of money. So is there any sort of luggage, like just trying to take tackling pads and shit like that. It's insane to think about what with that game. Was there any sort of coverage at all? Like how did you find out it just through Twitters or that was just through social media? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it was through the new South Wales and the NRL, the NRL first showed it to me on the, um, on Instagram with no score line or any detail. I had to go and find a website from the new South Wales rugby league. So, I mean, then, that's why we're thanking them because they did it for us and not many people are going to possibly hear about it. Sure. Uh, speaking about pushing on, let's look at this. This is a two-party system. Well, I believe I'll vote for a third-party candidate. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. <laughs> so we asked this week, what is the one play you really want to see happen during Game 3? And as you can imagine, a few of them centered around Mitchell Pierce. In fact, yeah. at Jarmstrong 2000, right? Mitchell Pierce, 78th minute field goal. And then he's hashed Red Damshun in, in a <laughs> – spelled it wrong. I mean, we're going to get to Pierce, but how, how do you how do you come down on him? Uh, with Pierce, mm. to be honest. I mean, I just – like, and he used to play for the Roosters, and as soon as he left there, I started liking him a lot more. But um, I actually feel like – I hope he does it. I hope he turns it around. I hope he can just get that one win, obviously, for New South Wales purposes. But just for him, like, I think that – he just needs it. Like he needs to, he needs to have that final play and that final like control of the game. I think he's a chance of doing it. What yeah. about you? How do you sit with it? Oh, I'll talk about it when he gets there. Right. One of my bingos was that you would say he'd be shit. So I'm already fucked. No, nah. <laughs> I'm winning bingo without even having it. On. <laughs> At Gary Patton, one rope, Pierce bombs, mm. Munster is under the ball. Oh no, Munster, Munster has spilled the ball. Pierce scores. That score goes to 52 to eight. Queensland are gone. I would love to see a smashing. I agree with him on that. I would <laughs> love to see us just destroy them. And humiliating must yeah. would be great as well. Yeah, yeah, true. At the voluntary tackle wrote, a mouse trap involving the two Queensland props. <laughs> Unfortunately, they collide, leaving both unconscious and those men are carried off for an HIA. <laughs> not about winning or losing. He just wants to see a mouse trap not work. Now, for Weddy sitting here wondering what a mouse trap is, <laughs> it's an absolute classic from the 70s and 80s. Where the guy gets tackled, he stands up to put the ball on the ground and play it with his foot. You know mm-hmm. when that happens a lot. And then there's usually one person behind them who's going to scoop it up and pass it. But you put two people there, and then they both dart in different directions. So you don't know which one picked it up. 
Yeah. yeah. It's a mousetrap. You're trying to catch them, not knowing which way they went. And Nathan Brown was a specialist for it. Was he? Always Nathan Brown did it. So it'd be better if it was like the Newcastle guys. Like, doesn't Glasby play? <laughs> yeah. Glasby does the mousetrap. I learned it from Nate. Yeah. And so, and so he's saying they both do it and run into each other and then knock yeah. each other out. Yeah. That's a great idea. Hmm. Giannis underscore Mateus. This one's a bit graphic. So if you're playing mm. with your kids in your mm. car, turn it down. <laughs> excited. Frizzle. Who you might remember has lost one of his testicles. You might need to know that. There's some back. He also gets talked about every week. Yeah, as every week. The most attractive man in rugby league. <laughs> well, we do talk about that later. He's gone down. Frizzle to mm. rip off Morgan's testicles mm. with, with his teeth as payback for losing one earlier this year against the Cowboys and for Green's whiny, bitchy comments, re Tarek. Wow. And I mean, the, the testicle teeth vision's a bit much. Yeah. Because I mean, the ball for a ball, I don't think works. Yeah, mate, that's not that sounds not cricket. <laughs> but I do like that he's so angry about a go- a coach's remarks about a player who wants to take it out of another yeah, guy. Shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> and we're going to finish with at Patty Seal seventeen, the squid. He's written M by scores in the dying minutes to give Queensland a two point lead, and with thirty seconds on the clock, New South Wales get the ball back off a short kickoff, goes through the hands, Ferguson spills it, bombing the match winner, but we get a penalty for some reason. Take the two and Frizzell scores in golden point. <laughs> Fucking game. Wow. So much drama. First of all, I love that he's given Moses a beautiful yeah. limelight because he's a tiger. Sure. I love that he's upsetting Fergo. Yeah. And then um, I also love that he doesn't really care what the penalty's for. It's just for some reason. But he but he stipulates that Frizz. I figured he'd be straight for Nofaluma getting called up because anything with Patty Seal seems to be Nofaluma, oh, yeah. right? Mm. And you've probably known better than I do, but I was like somehow he's going to get called up into the lineup here. Comes in from the sideline. I wonder who would be eligible for. Oh, that's a good question. It must be New South Wales, but I'm not sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, we're moving on to this. And it starts in the foyer of a hotel normally, and Len defending your own line in the 75th minute to win the game. I just love the idea of it starting in a hotel lobby. <laughs> so the lineup uh, number one, Tedesco, who's. Gimme, probably. The, yeah, him and Cook are probably the only. On, and Corden are the only walk ins. Ferguson's there, Adokar's there, the wingers, Travojevic and Whiten, um, Maloney. It's got Cleary here, so I've obviously uh, updated, updated it. Pierce is a halfback. Then we've got Travojevic, Cordner, Frizz, Vaughan, and was was um, Clem on the run-on side? Cause it's no, no, no. Clem was replacing Sims. On the at, bench? Yeah, on the bench. Okay. Mm. So Feedy, Cook, and Murray, Graham, and uh, who we just said? Clemmer. Clem. Yeah. Vaughan, probably biggest game of Vaughan's career. In fact, the, mm. the big man said it himself. Now, do you think he's mildly underrated or mm. he's a really excellent forward? Uh, sorry, he's mildly underrated and an excellent forward or is he the best of kind of what's left and he probably wouldn't make it in a different era? I think in previous years he's been underrated, like when he didn't get p- picked into the side. Now yeah. the expectation of him is higher. I think that's what it is. Because he's one of those props that's just metres Maybe yeah. an offload, but he's probably not asked to do many. Yeah, there's no, there's not much like footwork. He certainly isn't a, like a frizzell, fast off the mark. He's you, just a big bloke. Runner. Yeah, you want him like getting you out of trouble when there was a period in the first game where Queensland was smashing us on yeah. the line, and you got to think Vaughn, you're going to take the hit ups here, not Cam Murray. Does he have the gas? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing is get, if they're getting pressure onto the line, I think maybe he's it's not just stats, but guys that play with him like. Playing with him, know that he's going to do a job. I'd say his error count's pretty low from, yeah, from memory, mm. so that could be a part of it. Mm. I mean, big forwards, wet conditions, sometimes that could be a thing. But... He just doesn't have that imposing vibe that Clem no, has. No, definitely not. And he doesn't 
they love that they love this this word in the last two years, post contact meters. Yeah. He definitely doesn't have that. I don't think he would. Um he doesn't have an incredibly fast play. Play the ball. ball. That was my next thing that I was yeah. gonna talk about. I mean, um, not notably. I might as someone showed it to me and it was lower than I thought I'd I wouldn't be that surprised, I guess. But sure. I'm just trying to think when I I like him and he's in all of my teams, but when I saw him in there, I saw I saw a video and he was like, This is the biggest um, game of my career. I thought it's probably because you haven't really been in many teams that have been successful, and maybe yeah. it's you. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but it is. I think, yeah, it's an enormous thing. I think, obviously, with the lineup, though, going through the lineup wise, obviously, Freddie's stayed really loyal, regardless yep. of all that. And that's, I think it's important that at first I thought Clemmer walked straight back into that side, right? Mm. Straight away. And, and Nelly, the way that Safidi played, Nelly have the two boys, their Bash Brothers style, right? Mm. Safidi and Clemmer together. But the biggest thing is that how do you ask? Um, these guys that turned up and won yeah. under the pump. No, nah, yeah. you're not good enough this time. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. though Clemens game one, amazing. Mm. I don't know how you ask them to do that. You know, yeah. like that's, it's a fit. would be like, man, I'm never playing for this guy again. If he mm. gets dropped, Matt Pryor style, I guess in a way, asked him to do a job and walked away. But Safidi's younger. I just think that he stayed, he stayed loyal to that. And that's why Vaughn would be in there. Um, yeah. But other than that, pretty solid. I mean, he, he proved me wrong in the first, in that second oh, game. 100%. He proved everyone wrong. I love that. Um, Tyson Frizzell was interviewed with Maloney and Vaughn okay. and Cook <clears throat> on Instagram. Mm. And the frizz looked small. Really? Small. Like Pat and I watched the interview and were shocked by how he looked. Really? It was embarrassing. And and from since then. I she, clearly didn't go down to his legs because otherwise you would have both nah, lost it. No, it was just his chest. <laughs> yeah. It was just his chest and height. And and like Maloney and Cook aren't tall, wide. No, boys, not at all. But they, he looked n- normal with them. Really? Vaughn looked insanely huge and and Vaughn yeah. is a bigger bloke but he's not like Frizzell amazing physique I don't know we didn't it was only his waist up so maybe it was because we couldn't see his his thighs but <laughs> um she publicly was all about the Tamalolo on Friday oh I yeah sent him the interview and now she's I don't think she remembers who Frizzell is wow like an ex-boyfriend cut him off things have changed yeah do I um now I want to talk about your boy Cam Murray yeah he was asked what is the most important thing he's learned in camp and he said it was the professionalism in preparation Particularly mm. players who are turning around a short, ter- uh, who are playing a short turnaround. I can't think of what else you do take back from it. People say that it's like when you're driving uh, 110 kilometers an hour and you come off the freeway and you're going 80, yeah. and then 80 all of a sudden feels really slow. slow. Yeah, but you know 80 is still quite quick. And they talk about that. So when you're you're an origin, it's really fast. You go back to clubland, everything's a lot easier because it's actually a lot slower. That's it. Other than that, Cam just talking about preparation being key. That's probably it, right? Yeah, I'd say so. And also the fact that it's easy to forget how um, how young he is. I mean, it's only his second yeah, year, yeah, really. Yeah. And he, last year he played a um, handful of games um, near the end of it because Crichton had his position. Um, so yeah. that's probably that's probably part of it. And this is his first Origin campaign, yeah? So I'd say that's probably the biggest thing that he's, he's talking about. You think you're asking, like, do you think he, he's not like, used to that from Maloney, being house? What's Maloney going to take out of this other than, how like, best ways to prepare? Oh, why do they get like better no, from mean, it? What, 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 yeah. What other, what else could a player really be taking back from Origin other than, you know, here's the best ways to possibly get ready because they have such a short period of time to get ready. Yeah. And they have the best possible stuff. Maybe so, it's seeing other guys that are superstars and how they train. Like yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah. gonna, you're not gonna have 17 guys in your squad that are Origin level, right? So seeing that all those guys are playing this type of way and they train this amount and everyone does extras and yeah. everyone does this and yeah. Turbo does this and whatever it is, all those little things mm. can make you better. I mean, every 
most players that come out of origin usually come out good, you yeah. know, and that's, it's supposed to be good for the later in the year that you lose a few games at this point, but eventually that finals intensity would be like it is at origin. Yeah. And I wonder if that's because the preparation for those people now is so much better. They realize what it actually takes to get ready to be at or the if level. You want to be as good as James Maloney. It isn't just, you know, a, an incredible amount of um, confidence when you're on the field or ignoring your mistakes or whatever. It's also, if you just kick grubbers into the corner for 45 minutes before training and after training, they're going to stop. And you're going to be better, you yeah. know, and teams that win grand finals talk about that. Talk about how they yeah, came back. Early. The funny thing is that with him, cause I know him so well, he's my favorite player in the league. Honestly, he's out of all of the players in the league. I love Camaro the most. Yeah, right. The fact is that he actually went back early this season. I've talked about that on another podcast, but so I guess even if he's getting more out of it, that's fantastic. Another, another podcast. You mean another episode? Yeah. I was just going to go, what other what you well, and your brother Pat, are on another podcast. Picanti, she's, uh, she's moved on. It's time to, it's time for me to upgrade. I thought it may have been the backyard podcast mm. you were alluding to before. He's made his own. Yeah. He's, uh, he has an incredible fast play the ball. Yeah. Murray. Outstanding. To the point where they they worry whether he actually gets down for a tackle. You know, that there's a couple of times where I think saw someone interviewed about it where he's not, is he actually physically tackled before he starts getting up? I was like, if he's good enough to get up that fast, shouldn't matter. Yeah. Ref calls held, gets up and plays it. They, yeah. they kept pulling him back last year. Like, he would get not not tackled or play it too fast. Yeah, I don't think he can play it too fast. No, I'm with you. Yeah, but uh, they call held. That's it. Yeah, or if your arm touches the ground, that's it. And yeah, really, like true. Okay, what about Pierce I, at Isaac underscore? Oh no, so it's just Isaac John underscore said to single handedly be ba- uh, blamed mm. all those years and still want to get back in the Origin Arena and in a decider in Sydney takes balls. Newcastle fans will be sweating on the way he plays because mm. if he has his shocker again. What's he won? Five out of like 20 origins, something like that. Oh, Some I don't poor know stat. stat. Mm. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew, the guy that goes all the stats. Andrew, RP, yeah. He'll be all over that. Oh, Mar- Media Watch Mario will know it. Oh, yeah. So if he if he wins it, though, who knows what could happen? I mean, the, the Roosters won in 13. I wonder, I wonder how he was that year. I wonder if that compares to when Pierce was there. Yeah. Like, did that go on with it? But. I think he's a, I think he's a better player now, and he went through a period where you were just playing the best Queensland squad going around. Yeah, I so. know. and that's what I hate most about it is that they they were invincible. Would you have picked? Would you have picked? Him? Yeah, I would have. I tried to pick him game two. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, I just believe the bloke can play football really well. Yeah, and I just think it was really. I I do distinctly remember him disappearing in some games, and he publicly has said that that was true. Like he he mm. he had trouble getting back into some games. Sure. Um, there was a great interview with Matty Johns about it where he was saying, you know, he was his harshest critic and he shouldn't have been the only blame for a lot of those losses, but he, he had to take a lot of responsibility because, you know, he's a halfback is such a big part of it. But, fuck, even Andrew Johns struggled to beat Thurston and, and those it. blokes. And exactly. Thurston was young in his career. He, yeah. I mean, Andrew could do it, but the um, after we lost Andrew and Freddie... It was near impossible to stop those. And those who players. was the five eight? Was Maloney the five eight when he was there in previous games? Well, I don't know. Obviously, they played together he at did Clubland. Three years with them. Okay, together they had three years together. Because Maloney's their combination, obviously, is already proven. So that's going to be good for him. Um, I, like I actually wanted, yeah, as I said earlier, you wanted me to smash him because it was your bingo. But <laughs> I really want him to do well. I want him to see the Newcastle fans should definitely be thinking about it because they get him back, and then these other boys with the Origin experience, like you just talked about. Yeah. Like they could make a late run, you know, and for Newcastle to go from the bottom of the ladder two years to be in the finals and have a, a chance even yeah. would be amazing for them. And they deserve it. Yeah. We still, like Newcastle. Still on Pierce, Glenn Haw- at Glenn Hawke, right? Mitchell Pierce has been in at New South Wales Origin Camp for 24 hours. Time to end the past performances and mental scars rubbish. Past performance is not an indication of future performances. 
He is the best seven in the game and he deserves his spot. Yeah. Hash origin, hash upper blues, hash move on, hash don't look back. And I think all of that's valid. Mm. I think he he also played, his first game was when he was 18. Yeah, so that. Origin. That's and it was, fucked. wasn't it after Joey? Wasn't Joey the halfback? Probably. <laughs> and, he, and he would have been called the next Andrew Johns of and course. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. and he's, he's, you know, he's Wayne Pierce's son. You're like, he's. Yeah. Yeah. So I get the pressure that was on at that stage. But what about the rest of the lineup? You happy with that? Uh, yes, yeah. I think. I mean, I would have picked everyone the same. I, I think Wade Graham was so incredible, wasn't he great? Dan, Dan, Finucane, Dan, Dan, Dale, Dale, Dale thanks. D Finucane, <laughs> he's also another one who just he's just going to do lumber up, take some meters, great, possible mate. offload, definite, incredible in defense. Maybe yeah. that's the other thing I'm forgetting about Vaughn. He probably doesn't have any, very, uh, very many off uh, missed tackles. Yeah, maybe See, I'm also under, under rating him there. Mm. I mean, again, coaches like go into so much detail that they would know those stats, yeah. that the error rate is low and that, you know, like you said, that he doesn't have that many missed tackles. Mm. That's what probably keeps you in the squad, you know? And maybe he also does those extra things that I don't see because of the camera angle where on kick chases he's always up or whenever there's a break, but, he's one of the first forwards up there. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to wrap it up, though, with this one from Jubbles Footy 224 <laughs> New South Wales will join an illustrious club if they get the win on Wednesday night. It'll be the fifth time in history that a side has won a series fielding three different halves combinations across three games. Oh, great. Peach Blue, stat. Yeah, peach of the stat. Yeah. Blues did it in, the 90, in 1990, 1997, 04, and Queensland did it in 99. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's peach of a stat. Mm. Let's move on to the uh, enemies. Uh, the big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. <laughs> <laughs> They've got Cam Master in the back, Gagai, Oates, Morgan and Chambers in the centres, Corey Norman, Daly, Cherry Evans in the halves, Maguire, Kafusi, Gillett, Offengawe, Papali are the forward pack with Hunt. And then on the bench, they've got Umbai, Glasby, Welch, Fafita. And in the 18th spot, Ethan Lowe. Yeah, and he might be caught in because I heard on the way over mm-hmm. that Gillett's out. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, well, I've heard he's got a groin strain. I mean, it's a classic Queensland. Yeah, Ethan Lowe, South Sydney great. <laughs> oh, that's a, what's he doing there? You think he's... Oh, I just... Like steady. That's exactly what they want in their team, I think, off the bench. Uh, uh, so you think he's steady? So you rate him? Ste- he's a, he's Yeah, he's okay. Fucking, I'm, I'm How bad the, is it going for you? The bingos aren't working. I, I was going to say you didn't rate Ethan Lowe. Okay. I think I'm, I might be mistaking you with Pat. I think Pat hates Ethan Lowe. Does she? Um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't really love, rate him either. I don't rate him as a – because I think they were playing him maybe in the centres for a small period yeah, of time. Yeah, the centres. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in – in terms of coming off the bench, he's back to our favorite post-contact meters again. Mm. He's great. Mm. He hits it and then he gets – and he's played the balls reasonably fast as well. Yeah. So not superstar breaking tackles, but getting through the line so that Cookie comes out is huge for him. That's yeah, what I've right. noticed. And uh, Pong is not playing, which is obviously massive. At Paul mm. Mac underscore 78 wrote, my kid's school doesn't allow peanut butter sandwiches because some kids have allergies. But <laughs> Queensland not picking Pong and Napa because Embi is allergic to ginger is next level. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what a tweet. Yeah. And now Pong and not being there has thrown Munster into fullback and caused dramas in the halves and centres. <laughs> At Seven News Brisbane. Wow. Tweeted. First time I've ever been in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was getting around Channel 7. Channel 9 gets all the uh, accolades. Kudos. Seven spots. Yeah. Now it's a Queensland team playing tricks with New South Wales, ensuring the actual side they run out with in the Origin Decider will be a mystery. Mm. Michael Morgan claiming he's in the centres only to train in the halves an hour later. Oh, wow. 
And Ambi was typical training, Queensland. Yeah, and Ambi was training the centers for that training session. So, how do you think that plays out? My question: I was going to ask you how you think Ambi's going in the centers so far because you've been watching oh, he's more. He is. Yeah, I'm loving him. Like man. way better, so much better than a fullback. Oof. Okay. And defensively, we've tightened that whole side up. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because he's a fullback, so he has an understanding of of defensive lines. But uh, and he's fast enough. He's always backing up. So I didn't. I always didn't rate him because I didn't feel like he backed up enough as a, as a fullback. But I'm seeing him back up a lot more. It's on the left hand side of the field, but I'm seeing him back up a lot more now as a center. And so, I think maybe his job's simpler. So it's usually it's the other way around. That's why fullbacks, most fullbacks, are the best backer uppers out of anything. Like yeah. so, the fact that he's if he's doing that now, that's mm. that's really good. Because it's like Turbo for in Origin. Turbo was yeah. backing up on everything because he's yeah. just a natural fullback Jeez, playing good. in the centers. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He was so great. Yeah. Um, and so I think that might be what's happening here. I mean, in Madge we trust, right? Yeah. So, so I wouldn't be at all, at all surprised. In fact, I think Queensland would be stronger having Morgan in the halves and Embi in the centers and putting Ethan Lowe in on the bench. Yeah. But so what they're training? They're training with Munster at fullback and Morgan at half in the halves. According to Channel Seven News, Brisbane. Oh, <laughs> how convenient, mate! Yeah. Like, jeez. But but who do you have as your um utility then on the bench? Because I mean, it could be if Ethan Lowe's your utility, then I, then I think the whole thing's shaky. Absolutely, because well, he can only play. I mean, he's only played ever centre and second row, so it's not that much utility value. Like, no, and I like, guess you could push other guys around because they have so many halves. I guess it's not too. Is the rest of their bench uh, forwards? Is it all big guys? It'd be Glasby, Welch, and Fafita, yeah, yeah okay, and right. Ethan Lowe. Yeah. So I don't really rate Ethan at all as a centre. I think they've he's no, like no. he's like the Chris Lawrence where he's definitely now a second role, but they can push him in. Even yeah. like Chi can they, they often put Chi in in the centres if there's a problem, but I don't, he doesn't play there for a reason. You know, he's supposed to be a second roller. It's a surprise. It is a surprise, eighteenth man, because. He doesn't start for South. He's off the bench yeah, at South. True. You know, like, I mean, we've got a pretty solid forward pack, but the fact that he doesn't start there and then comes in from the bench to a Queensland team, surely there's someone. And he played for the Cowboys, and I don't, well, he never played Origin. No, and that's. And, and he was a starting player for the Cows. Yeah, there was a falling out there, mm. apparently. Mm. He was, there was a huge falling out with Green. Mm. <laughs> Mate, Green, he's, getting, he's on a shot. He's on everyone. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's why. And South just extended his deal as well to another. So if Pat doesn't like him, then she won't be happy. Ethan's re signed for a little while. Yeah, just for another. Him and Totola did it. They signed for another year. Oh, right. Mm. Okay, what about. Um, this is another Peach, I think. Oh, no, this isn't a Peach. Sorry, I take this back, but it's a great one. At me salt underscore. Ursel, I think mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Merzel Oz. What's your Mezit Ursel? Yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that, but spelt in a cool way. Mm-hmm. How long until Queensland realised how much of their success came from Inglis and either play Morgan in the halves or select an actual centre on the left? Edge? That was on our first when we first talked about podcast. Why Morgan was there and there was there surely was another centre mm. that they could have. I agree with it, especially the Inglis part. The Inglis part <laughs> was incredible because. I mean, the guy destroyed. I mean, they had everyone else, but yeah. there's so many of those incredible highlights from that period as English destroying people and Darius Boyd <laughs> reaping Darius. the greatest amount of t- tries in Origin history because of it. I wonder how he's going today, old Darius. Oh. There, there's a lot of chat about how bad he's going to be. Like, if if he plays bad, then he'll get dropped from a Brisbane side. Yeah. To be dropped as captain from a Brisbane side, that's another peach stat. It's probably never happened. Yeah. Also, no. the other, well, I think Wally Lewis was dropped. Wow. As captain by, <laughs> by super coach Wayne Good Bennett. company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm happy to be fact checked on that one. Mm. The um, the t- toss today mm-hmm. was another um, demonstration that Darius isn't a great captain because well, I learned this. I mean, he won the toss, but he just said, "We'll 
um, kick. Now, one never does that. One just is supposed to say which direction they're going to run. Because the moment you, uh -huh. di you dictate um, which way you're running, that means you're the attacking team. Oh, really? Yeah, it's some weird to coin toss rule law. So by doing that, you just if you win the toss and say which way you want to run, you automatically are winning which way you want to run and that you get the ball. So you make two choices in one thing, and then the other person just gets stuck with whatever's just, left. That's what's happening. You're now kicking okay. and you're running that way. Right. So if I know that as a stupid fat idiot uh, on his, yeah. his referee of the year, yeah, touch <laughs> of the year. I never, I'm, oh, okay, I'm never part of the coin right. toss. Surely that captain should know that. Anyway, uh, finally, <laughs> while meandering my way through Twitter this morning, I found this historical gem. Mm -hmm. Here's the uh, his, historical peach. And this one is only good from Hindsight Hill. Uh, at NRL Ball <clears throat> tweeted, after Thurston and Cronk, who should be the Queensland halves? And his options are, oh, it was this was in the 3rd of the 12th, 2016. What? Yes, yeah, so this is three years ago he asked this. Other... Milford and Hunt, Morgan and Cherry Evans, Morgan and Milford. Which one do wow. you think won on 44%? Other, Milford and Hunt, Morgan and Cherry Evans, Morgan and Milford. Probably other. That would make sense. They got, but other got 18 and lost. Wow. So was it Milf and... Milf and Morgan. Wow. Were selected at 44%. And it's over, there's like over 100 votes, 133 votes. 2016. Yeah, three yeah, years that ago. Was... And look how far away we are from that. Milf couldn't get a Guernsey if you paid for it. No, but he was. that was the year. Didn't the Broncos make the finals in 15? Oh, no, 16. Yeah, no, I think 15 was the one that they, they, lost, to the they cows, lost to the cows, right? And so there's, there's the favor. halves there, Morgan and Milf. That's that's exactly the reason why behind it. But, yeah, he couldn't get a start. No way. Because no. he's actually, in terms of utility value, Milf, could do that. He could halves. He he's could a do much, full back. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he played, definitely played dummy half because he's quick out of the mind. Yep. Yep. In fact, I'd probably it. choose him there before Hunt because Hunt's slow as shit. I'm not going to tell Queensland that because I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah. His I'd, defense is trash. Yeah, Hunt's true. defense might be better. True. But he's a better utility. He's better on the bench. For sure. It might have, yeah, the fucking hell. Because he was also playing fullback or something for. Oh, for Canberra for years. Yeah, no, but I mean for Samoa or whoever they played recently. Oh, yeah. And then and then um, when he went back to Canberra, they left him, when he went back to Brisbane, they left him at fullback. Is he, but is he tied to them then? Like, you know how no, Pengai no, Jr. No. came out and said, no? I think if you, I don't think if you do, if you're in a second tier, mm -hmm. no, I think it's in a first tier one. So New Zealand or. And Tonga. Because yeah. Pengai's Tonga. Are they yeah. in the first tier? They might be. That's why they're playing wow. New Zealand at the moment in these yeah. tries. You know what is great? Just out of nowhere, yeah. but New Zealanders, and I've been there like three times in the last two weeks, they're actually talking about those games. Fuck, really? And every time I've been over there, I mean, admittedly, and to be honest, the Super Rugby like final was this weekend as well, yeah. but actual like New Zealand people that I've chatted to there were talking about those games on those weekends, Excellent. which is enormous, rugby mm. league. Yeah, yeah, enormous. Yeah. Every time I go there, I just, I'm sick of hearing about the World Cup and, you know, <laughs> shit. But yeah, honestly, those games were so big. Like some of the guys there were like, oh, we're pumped to go to this game and we've got all these, you know, festivities around. Which it's because it's real competition. That's it the is. biggest problem rugby union has because the yeah. last World Cup, and I'm saying if I'm wrong, we had, it was Australia and New Zealand in the final. Mm -hmm. And and we are definitely not the second best team in the world. And so yeah. if we're making the finals and we're not a great country at the moment at Rugby Union, then the rest of the world must be fucking Absolutely trash. shithouse. And New Zealand yeah. pumped us. So yeah. their, their super rugby thing, I know Argentina had a club because they beat an Australian team mm. at one stop point of it. Mm -hmm. But the um the fact that the Crusaders yeah. were, have again. won three again in a row, yeah, that's just fucking... It's getting, must be really it's, boring even for New Zealanders. It's the point where, and so they love telling me about it, but it's, what they do is, is just like 
every single person that comes through is playing rugby and the, com- the competition mm. just all divides into this one sector. And the, the guys that play rugby league are the guys that didn't make it in rugby union. That's the way it goes. Yeah, right. Or they're going there because they think, oh, maybe this will be a little bit easier, less pressure on me. That's yeah. the way it works. Right. Right. And the reason Australian rugby doesn't have that is because they have because rugby league's twice the game, mm. first of all, but mm. also because it's private school orientated, right? Yep. So if you go to a private school, if you go to Joey's, if you go to Cranbrook, whatever, yeah, okay, you might filter in there, but mate, it's not, there's not all private schools in Australia, you know? Like, right. so they've got no backing behind. That's what I keep telling them anyway. I just keep saying that shit because it's a private school. It's going to blame it on them, yeah. you know, like, because and that's why our Australian side sucks. They're like ranked sixth now, the Wallabies really? in the world. And also the people who go to private schools are also thinking sensibly about their futures. And they don't give a shit about they're it. Not, they're not worried about the, the next five years. They're not exactly. worried about the next 50 years. So. Yeah. So don't take care, Murray, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to this. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? <laughs> yeah, so he is. You can't possibly do an origin thing without block around. <laughs> so here are some trivia questions that you're allowed to um, not know. Right. What did Mitchell Pearce come into camp calling James Maloney? Jeez, mate. Now, it's not a, it's not a long-term nickname. It's just based on his game two performance. Uh, goat? As in like... <laughs> makes sense. That would be my guess. Well, the, who's the rugby league goat of origin? Uh, probably Cam... Oh, Wally Lewis. Yeah, so he's calling him the king. The king. Wally Lewis, oh, here he nice. is. nice. New South Wales is Wally Lewis. Yeah. And, and when you watch Maloney's... Handling of game two. It's fantastic. It was incredible. And yeah. it's what everyone says the King used to do in Oregon he did. before. And yeah, so like little passes, little kicks. Yep. Exactly what he used to do. Everyone would believe what he was just about to do. Yeah. Okay, what about this one? Hall of Fame prop, Steve Blocker Roach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest humans of all time. Interviewed David Clemmer. During the interview, Block said he liked a particular version of Clem. What was that version? The mongrel version or something, like something along those lines, or like but when you get angry or the... It is. Think more cuteness of, is it's more of an alliteration because it blocks, you know, cute and intelligent. Oh, I've, got no idea. I've got no idea, mate. Cranky yeah. Clem. Cranky Clem's is a favorite cranky type of Clem. Clem. Okay. Yeah, I'll love you. Is Clem, <laughs> is Clem never, never not cranky? Like, is there, you... is there a nice Clem? You see him off the field. He's oh, the yeah, with his kids. In and... yeah, 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 true, yeah. yeah. But he wants cranky Clem back. Mm. Good on your block. Because the block's able to rage up mm. like he does in the field in an interview. Thanks. When his voice gets like slightly higher every time, yeah. which is the best part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, he's, and he doesn't think about what he's saying. Bonus yeah. question. Sure. What is the story behind Blocker's nickname? Oh, do you know this? Yeah. No. no, that was Ciro. But <laughs> Crim Safe, yeah. when he's suggesting. What a fucking idea. That's yes. so great. He was the, uh, Ciro was the Crim Safe guy. He used yeah. to, well done. Good contribution yeah, there, Woody. I like that. that yeah. Fantastic. Be. Let's take it. Yeah. <laughs> but then block out shut it. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, block. Maybe his head shape or shoulders or something like that. It was like a block, like a Lego block. I don't know. <laughs> something. So that's close. Is it? Yeah. And I always wanted to know, and I neglected. I was so excited when I when I met him once. You um, asked him in person? I forgot to ask him. I was All just right. too busy trying. He wouldn't let me buy him a beer. And mm. I was starting to get, not frustrated, but I was just, I, I just ended up buying. Because I said it to him once, he went, no, nah, man, I'm okay. And I just assumed he wasn't drinking. And then I saw him buying a drink. I was like, go fuck. So I went up to the bar, <laughs> like elbowed people out of the way. And was just like, he's not paying for a drink in Balmain. And like, put fair that, enough. Yeah, I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. And he was like, okay, thanks, man. That's, come on, mate. My dad, I said to him, my dad would be disappointed with me if I if yeah, he saw you buying disown, a drink. Like, disown you. Yeah. We're at the town hall in, the, in 
ROP, we're at the town hall in Balmain. There's no yeah, way he wasn't okay. yeah. Anyway, I learned it recently place. reading Wayne Pierce's um, book. Again? Local Hero. No, I only just got it for the first time. Um, and You take it this long to read Wayne Pierce's book? It's, it's taken that long to find it because the our local library, the Balmain Library, kept saying it, ha- it had it and I it was out. and couldn't find it. And eventually I went up to the lady and said, you've got to help me out. I'm trying to find this book. I feel like an absolute idiot. And she was like, oh, it's in this section. And it's in the bit where you, it's historical records you can't take out of the library ah. because they've had so many copies go missing or, or right. damaged or whatever. They only have one left, so I couldn't ever take it out. In my head, it was taken out by M. Pierce. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After every origin, how to yeah. be like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I find, I'm reading it, and it has an explanation of how Junior gets his name. Okay. And then in that, he's like, oh, this is how Block gets his name. So he, he, was, he threw his body around mm-hmm. stupidly. Right. While playing, and so people used to call him a blockhead, and so they would. <laughs> oh, he'd often, close. He would, he'd often introduce. He'd often introduce himself as a blockhead. Yeah, and he was saying that's a junior was saying to him, "This is a terrible nickname. You've got to think of something that yeah. makes you sound better." So you just call yourself blocker, and people think it's yeah. about defense rather than about how stupid you are. And he went, yeah. oh, "I don't like it," and it stuck. Perfect. Good on you, junior. And now he's like people wouldn't know him as Steve. It's like you with nicknames. You give people nicknames, and like I can't even remember what their real name is. <laughs> Seriously, it's great because I often don't know their real names either. <laughs> Works out well. Yeah, uh, Fittler bought in an ex-Australian Olympian to talk about um, dealing with expectations this week. Who was it? I feel like it might be Kathy Freeman. Same ilk. Same ilk. Yeah, it wasn't Kathy. Uh, dealing with expectations. Are we talking recent? Same or? Olympics. Same Olympics. Same Olympics. Thorpey then. It was Thorpey, yeah. Yes. And he told the story. But Fittler's up there saying, most of you won't remember it because they're all fucking too young. <laughs> most of you won't remember it, but the 2000 Olympics, um, everyone. That's <laughs> no, sad, right? Australia had all these expectations on these two athletes and, um, you yeah. know, and we wanted them to win. They had to win. And, and you know, and here's Thorpey telling us about what that was like. And then they watched the. I don't know if any of them would have ever seen it, but they watched West the Thorpey. end of the the relay race where we end up pipping. Oh yeah, America. America. And the 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 clip's excellent because it has the race at the bottom right hand corner and it has the boys reacting to it. And the boys yeah. are fuck, I mean, everybody knows what happens, but they're they're riding every stroke that you know screaming. Thorpey. And Thorpey's there quite humbly, kind of standing in the background watching patiently, probably reliving the strain and the heartache of hmm. going through that kind of pressure. But um, yeah, the boys are riding everything. I got tingles watching it. I also remember the boys and and the moment it's finished, the whole. Um, relay teams losing their shit on the thing, mm. and it's great, it's great especially age wise. Like, I mean, a lot of swimmers are young, but Thorpey was like super young. Then. Yeah, he was like, he was, an, he was, according to this video, he was a national champion, a world champion at 15. Wow. That Olympics, he's 18. And then he's got a pool named after him. Like, mm. surely he's got to be the first one under 40 to be having like a pool named after him. Yeah, also, though, remember that uh, Peach was stabbed. Kathy Freeman came in before our grand final, that's why I thought it was her. Madge brought her in before South up, really? the grand final because of the, the indigenous influence in South and stuff like that. Yeah. She came in just before and talked about her expectations. So might be a good omen for us. Yeah. For tomorrow. Oh, for Wednesday, sorry. That race as well, Caddy's race, I watch almost every year. It's so great. What, teaching um, a particular yeah. um, bunch of people about that, like my football team and stuff like that. It's an excellent video and it gives me tingles every time. Bruce McAvaney, yeah. who unfortunately is tied very tightly to AFL, mm. fucking, I mean, her race – her running is obviously the most thing, incredible part of it, but his call of it is also like, he can, he can call. Oh mate. my god, he just nails that moment. Yeah, and he at the time, I don't know if he's thinking about it, but he at the time must also realise that he's calling history. So he's now going to be, you know, tied to it forever. The fact that she opened the ceremony before, yeah, 
that's that was the biggest thing that I remember from it. You yeah. know, and even old me wasn't that young there. Yeah. But like, you, I just remember, I just remember her <laughs> doing and thinking 40, to myself, you know, yeah, I was, I was about forty. <laughs> uh, just like thinking to myself, wow, imagine like you you open a ceremony, so you remembered as that your name will be on that, yeah, and then you've got a race after that. Yeah, it's great, mate. It's a great moment. She, yeah, she was unreal. On your cath. And then lastly, Guy Sebastian had the pleasure of seeing a duet with an uh, Origin player this week. Wow. Who was with that? an Origin player? Origin player. <laughs> was this on The Voice and I didn't see it? No, well, I didn't see it on The Voice. I saw it on NRL. So, okay, Correct. so with an Origin player current and can you give me the team, like each side? He plays from, he plays from New South Wales. Plays in New South Wales, and you were about to say Melbourne then. So <laughs> oh, I saw it. That was like a bingo there. That was uh, let's say, well, it has to be. You've read my face really well. Finucane. It was. Well, it yes. Finucane. Well done. And bonus question. In your face backyard. I know he's not here, but I don't. <laughs> For an extra bonus question, what was the song? Oh. Um, There's no, I can't really. Let's say it. it's We Are the Champions. <laughs> no. It, okay, I'll tell you it's by John Mayer. I don't know if that helps. Uh, my body is a wonderland. <laughs> Dale Finucane. <laughs> that would have been good, but uh, I was waiting for the world to change. Okay. Kid can sing, by yeah. the way. Fucking hell. Pipes. Good oh, pipes. unbelievable. And they harmonize beautifully. Yeah. Anyway, I worked out later, or I didn't read it, but and then I worked out later. That Why it, did they get together and sing it? Okay. He's opening Origin. Ah, right. Not Dale Finucane, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to sing. Go back actually. and get changed. <laughs> Put your number 13 on, Dale. <laughs> Um, yeah, guys, and that must be some cross promotion because he is on the voice. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Channel okay. 9. Well, so big raps on Rabs there for not saying scores. Yeah. I would have, I remember at the time I was jumping up and down, hugging the doctor, like, like kissing sure. glass. I had no idea where I was, just in, in absolute ecstasy. But he says, Hodkinson comes around, Hodkinson puts the ball down. The moment he goes through that gap, I would have just been like, holy shit, he scored. I can't yeah, believe he scored. It. But he's still describing what's happening. That's incredible. Rabs, well done, mate. Thank you. Uh, I guess he's just seen so many incredible moments that nothing phases him anymore. He's just like patient. He lets the crowd, what he does well is he let the crowd, like you can hear the crowd there, yeah, right? Yeah. He lets them make the noise. Yeah. And then he goes, this is the passage of play. He takes like an extra, I bet you that's what he, if he was teaching, Commentators, what to do? He'd say, just let it happen first. Yeah. Let mm. the crowd do the speaking. Mm. Less is more, and then and then deliver after that. Because after even that. the the skill of Farrah dummies, yeah. double pumps, double pumps, like and then gets the ball to Hawkinson. In that, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have been like, Farrah's got it. Yeah. Now he doesn't. You know what I mean? Just uh, he's calling everything so slowly. Have you heard it? Like only because of there's so many Origin highlights at the moment. But I've been hearing his previous ones. He's, like he's obviously better now, but mm. he doesn't do that. Exactly what you're talking about. He like says more of what's going on right. from being probably a horse race caller where you have to call every second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's calling every single bit. But if you wait that little bit more, oh mate, that crowd. I remember being at that game as well, oh. and that just the crowd going up. Yeah. was fantastic. I can't wait to have him on Wednesday. Let's get up again. Speaking of what's what's your scoreline? How does it happen? Uh, I'm going to say 18-6, Queensland start well. Like they get the first try and everyone's like, oh, no, it's Pierce's yeah. fault again. Um, and then we just build, Maloney just builds a pressure and pressure and pressure. And I pick and Turbo to have a great game again. I think he's just in form. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously Mitchell had a blinder last night, but you couldn't take – and, he, you know, there's there's other choices. Obviously, Whiten's on the other side, but you couldn't take Turbo out of that side for any player oh, at the moment. That. You know, yeah. so I, I – I'd be backing him to score at least one and just 
do what he did last time, be everywhere. He can't, they can't, what are they going to do to stop him when he's popping up everywhere like yeah. that? You know, he's too, he's too good. So yeah, I go 18 six. How about you? And he, um, he's got such a big motor that mm. usually that might be a problem if he's attacking like that. And then he's got to try and get over to the center mm. of the thing, but he just, he, he's, yeah, he's got great, he's got a great motor. What about you? Um, yeah. What do you think? I'm thinking like 40 to 18. I hope you're right. Then. I reckon it blows out in the second half. Yeah. And I think the same thing happens um, similar to last game where it's it's tight for the first 25 minutes. They have some momentum. We have some momentum. It's close. Mm-hmm. It might be it might be 18-14 either way to, at the mm-hmm. half. And then they come back out in the second half and, and Turbo, Maloney, there's just so much better organization and drive. Mm. I mean, if Tedesco and Adokar have anything like a game <laughs> they had last time, 40 would be not enough. Like it's they're just you just sometimes you forget. Well, after game one, I almost forgot just how incredible mm. those players are. And then when they when they click like that, you just think it's like when Melbourne click or the Roosters click or South click. Mm. You watch them and go, I don't understand how they don't score every set. Those players That's are right. just so good. Yeah. And so when you, we have them all together next to each other, you're like, what the, f- how are you supposed to ever defend this shit? That's it. And that's what makes Origin great, right? Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. At a car, I mean, that last game, has he played a better game? No. I don't think so. In well, the wet as well. Yeah. Like, keeping, his, keeping his footing. Right, it was great. Mm. Time bottom. Do we see his bottom? Oh, there was plenty of bottoms out there. Yeah. I love that one where... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love that one where Munster's there and like Cam Murray's. Did you see the yeah, tweet? Cam, I think it was Munster's ass. You see it bare naked ass. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's some great photos to show you after Weddy where the guy tackling him, because he's got an effort face to try and pull him down. It looks like he's just looking in the guy's brown eye and <laughs> yeah, upset he's, about like, it. he's like, oh no, there's wheat beaks for breakfast. Now we should also point out, I haven't brought it up yet, but Weddy's dead set excited. Oh my gosh. You can hear it. You can hear it in her voice. She, she's she been text messaging me heaps just saying every time she thinks about it, she gets nervous. And as the punters, if they listen to the episode that she's on, they'll know that she has absolute fuck all idea about rugby league <laughs> to the point where she didn't know what the, what points you get and things she's like, like that. It's like Craig Green, mate. I said it in my tweet. She comes off the bench at the right time. She's <laughs> right. just kidding. It. But um, she knows she's, she goes to the Tigers. She goes to New South Wales and she's dead set. She also knows the Tigers aren't really going to win. So she doesn't get worried about it. But she's she's now that... The moment we won game two, she messaged me going, I'm dead set worried about game three because now I've got to be nervous for a week and a half. Oh, that's great. And uh, making the family proud. Yep. Let's move on to... B3. You sunk my battleship. (laughs) G52. You sunk my battleship. So you didn't call any because I'm assuming you didn't... No, I made one one up as soon as you said it. I just went 2000... 2005 grand final. You haven't, you haven't done it, so no. I didn't get, get any. Yeah, I had Ethan Lowe. I had PC. You'd say PC was shit. I, I had you'd say you didn't rate Ethan Lowe. I also had that you'd say there was a drop goal in the game. Oh, and I thought about that after I said my 18-6 because I was like, if you're up 18-6, do you kick, you one? kick one? But mm. I actually thought this is like a further on it now. But I was like, <laughs> it's like 12-6, and then they fake it out and then then score. Mm. You know what? One of those plays. Yeah, I love like when that happens. It. I love when I love it in Golden Point. Actually, I yeah. know that there was a. A podcast, uh, one of the podcasts that you guys are, are in, one of the voluntary polls, whatever, mm. like, you know, should we get rid of Golden Point? The best thing about Golden Point is when the fake out happens and they yeah. score a try for it. That's like the highlight. Yeah. You know, when that, it, then I think Wayne Bennett used to say it should be golden try. I love that. Like just two teams going out. He used to say golden try and then draw and you go, oh yeah, but it takes it out. But going for the field, missing the field goal or faking the field goal out and scoring is the best. That's my favorite. Yeah. Because you've got to invest heavily in trying to stop that field goal. Yeah. You, you rush to. up. Yeah. yeah. That's what and, makes it good. Yeah. And then because of that, you then open to the next thing. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's the best part about it. In fact, I almost think that every half should be golden point. And yeah. then 
you get three halves or something. I don't know. That wouldn't work. But the, um, yeah, Golden Point's the greatest. And, I mean, we did it. That's how we beat, not Brisbane. Who did we do in a Golden Point? It was Brisbane. Yeah, we we out, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we did, um, oh, no, 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 we, no was... Benji kicked a drop goal. Right. We did, Chico did it to Brisbane. Asako right. did it. Asako did it against you guys. Yeah, the was year that Yeah, and he ran through the middle as a winger. Yeah. Oh, was it against us? I don't know. Against someone. He kicked a dro- he kicked a penalty against us once. No, I right. Asako kicked. I think Asako did that to somebody else. But okay. um, anyway, uh, Benji kicked that drop goal. It was a fucking horrible one in front of everyone. But it went to Luke, and Luke had to dummy it, and then went out to um, Lawrence, and he cut back inside and ran thirty or forty meters, almost scored himself. It was fucking incredible. There's no one in the in the stadium when that happens. That's not on their feet. Win lose. Yeah. Like whichever side yeah. is just watching that last couple of minutes, thinking, "Oh, here comes a field goal." And when it's a try, it's just so good. And and when people are like, oh, "I'm not really fair," and the players have played, "Fuck this!" You're actually mm. trying to entertain us, you idiots. Yeah. And the most entertaining thing is the next person who scores <laughs> wins. Like that's mo- the most entertaining possible way Absolutely. to play this game. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, let's. So that was our bingos. Yeah. I still didn't get any. Be week. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. Um, we wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. Missing us already, get involved with the, the socials, particularly Twitter. We got Boomsy at Maddie Boom. There's no numbers. No, I think it's at Boomsy 8. Fucking it? hell. I thought, it was at, I thought I was set at Boomsy 08. And oh, maybe it's no zero. No, it's Boomsy 8, I think. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, get yeah. it. We often retweet him. Yeah. Uh, you got any departing words? No, thanks for having me on for the Origin episodes. I loved it. I love talking about Origin. I could do it all, all day, every day. That's Seriously. That's actually one thing I wanted to bring up. There's been so little chat. Other than and the this, NRL this putting one? out. Yeah. Mm. I just feel like everyone's just like, oh, that's who got selected. All right, we'll just wait patiently. Fuck. Mm. Why the hell aren't we? T- you only get three games a year, Gronk's like, let's it was just defi- talk It was definitely more chat before game one. Yeah. And probably a lot after game, yeah, after after game one because of us losing and expecting mm. to be win. So. Yeah, you're right. I just want to talk about it all the time. I know. Um, speaking about talking about it all the time, if you want to listen to other sports podcasts, listen to This Week in League, Full Credit the Boys, Voluntary Tackle, Chasing Kangaroos, Rugby League Digest, NRL Raps Roundup, and NRL Boom Rookies. Enjoy your sport for another week. Oh, get around P-Merch. Um, he's a great audio engineer guy, and so is <laughs> strongpanser.com's great for illustrations. And enjoy your week. Talk to you then, sports fans, friends. Bye. Nailed it. What is the story behind Blocker's nickname? Oh, do you know this? Yeah. No, that was Ciro. But <laughs> Crim Safe, yeah. what he's suggesting? What a fucking idea! That's yes. so great. He was the uh, Ciro was the Crim Safe guy. He used to. Well done. Good contribution there.